Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Save the Lord. Everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. You're tuning in this, what is it, June, what is it, June 21st or 20th, June 20th, 2021. This is a live broadcast. If you're listening to it tonight, it'll be a podcast. Some You can actually hear this anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you didn't know that, you can just, I, I think you just like Google Pastor Bob or Pastor Bob Simons and you'll find it. Uh, so good to have all of you tuned in tonight. I'm the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And so if I invite you to church and you live in uh, Tennessee or someplace, don't come here. I'll find you a good church down there, and we'll we'll get you tied into that. We've got all kinds of people texting me, and uh, you can text me tonight, 701-290-7862, or you can email me if you're out of the country, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Let's see who's all texting me so far. We've got Yvonne and Marin in Bowman. They're, they're in for a treat tonight because Brother Robinette that preached in Bowman is here in the radio station with us. We've got uh, one arm Dave listening out in, in Fargo. I haven't called you that for a while, have I? We've got uh, Brother Griffith listening in Montana, Brother Jones listening in, in Minneapolis. Stacy, where are you at? In Minot, and uh, and people are still texting me. Jody, um, 
We've got uh, Timothy. We've got, let's see, Tim in North Carolina listening. Text me. Let me know you're listening, 701-290-7862. If you have something really nasty to say to me, don't text me. Just it'll, it'll hurt my self-esteem, and I don't, I'm really worried about that. Now, tonight in the studio, I'll tell you a little bit about our church as we go along and how to get with us here in Dickinson. But we've got a special guest, and I don't want to take a lot of time tonight, but uh, Brother Charles Robernett is a, uh, a missionary. He's an evangelist. He's a, a, you got a new title, too. I'll let you tell us about that. But he, is, he has been doing a tent revival in Bismarck at Sertoma Park. How many people have received the Holy Ghost there in the last two days? Sixteen people received the Holy Ghost in the last two days. How many baptized? Ten baptized in Jesus' name. And we had uh, in Bowman on Thursday night, Brother Robinette came down, and we had five, four or five, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost there. And that was exciting. Brother Robinette, we are so glad. You've been on the program once before. He was teasing me that he did such a bad job last time that I've waited seven years to have him back. (laughs) But that really wasn't true. He did a great job. Brother Robinette, it's so good to have you. And uh, I, I want you to just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, and then we're going to get into right into what you do. So go ahead and just and tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, hey, Pastor, thank you so much for letting me be here. I feel so humbled to be back and uh, opportunity that uh, to correct all the mistakes I made last time. This is a great opportunity. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to mess it up. But, wow, it's a joy to be here in studio with you and certainly a joy to be a part of what God is doing globally. And we, my wife and I, my wife Stacy and I, and our two daughters, Aaliyah and Brianna, we have been missionaries and have actually been overseas since 1994. And uh, almost 27 years now, we've been uh, serving in the German-speaking nations in Germany, Austria, Liechtenstein, Switzerland, and even in the nation of Belgium for a few years as well. Uh, but the Lord has been calling us to to a more uh, international ministry over the last about decade. We've been doing a lot of crusades all over the world, but about five years ago, uh, we felt like the Lord told us to put a lot more emphasis on on global harvest and reaching the multitudes globally. And so we just now recently were appointed as missionaries to international evangelism. And so we're going to be focusing on crusades. Our goal is to do at least 12 crusades all around the world every year. Uh, and just... Um, we really believe in global harvest. We believe that God is going to give us billions of people being filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name before the trumpet sounds, and we want to be a part of it. So we're glad to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Now, part of what we're doing tonight is you've got a new book coming out called Radically Apostolic. Yes, sir. And what I really would like this program to be is that book's going to have a lot of stories in it. A lot of yeah. stories. And that's coming out in about four weeks. And, in fact, you can um, you can find out. On, in fact, uh, tell us your email, too, so they can... Yes, my email address is revcgr at mac.com. That's Romeo Echo Victor Charlie Golf Romeo at mac.com. I'm prior military, so that, that just flows. <laughs> and so uh, my cell phone number is plus one nine one eight. 568-2206. If you're interested, you want to know about the book, uh, reach out to me. I can make sure you have all the info you need. And in about four weeks, if they would Google Radically Apostolic yes, sir. by uh, Charles Robinette, they would find it on just oh, about yes, any sir. venue, uh, yes, sir. Barnes & Noble, that it, type of thing. Yes, sir. Now, the um, this, this Brother Robinette, his stories are going to sound to you bigger than life, <laughs> but I know people that know you, so yes, I, I know that you're not making up all this stuff. Yes, sir. But this is some... Pretty Book of Acts stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. Like, if you've ever, and I know a lot of this Christian, a lot of this listening audience, Christian-based, a lot of you in Dickinson are the reason you listen to this, because you love reading your Bible and so on. Well, what you're going to hear tonight, uh, some of these stories are are really apostolic stories, uh, uh, mimic the, the Book of Acts type Amen. things. And so I'm going to just kind of let you get into it. Uh, you, um, you know, Radically Apostolic is a book about how... Um, God is opening the truth to just all kinds of different people all across the world. Why don't you go ahead and just begin to tell us about some of that? Well, there's two very big revivals that we've had in Germany, Austria, Liechtenstein, and Switzerland. One has been with the uh, Trinitarian community, uh, those who uh, believe in uh, three co-equal, co-eternal, co-existent gods. And then there's been another revival that's broken loose, and it's it's a Muslim revival. And one of the most exciting things that we've experienced 
experienced was um, our most Muslim revival was born out of an incredible miracle. Uh, there was a uh, a man and woman, uh, Malik and his wife. Um, they were a Muslim couple, very devout Muslim couple, uh, in Vienna, Austria. When my wife and I pastored there, they had been seeking um, help for ten years. Uh, couldn't conceive a child. They they struggled with conceiving a child for ten years. Went to all the medical treatment that they could get. Never were able to conceive. And um, on a uh, it was a Tuesday that they he went to work after going to the doctor when the doctor told him they could never have a child they went he went to work and when he got there he was uh, working on an assembly line with uh, one of his friends who was a Catholic man and when he came in he looked discouraged the Muslim man looked discouraged he was broken-hearted and the Catholic began to speak to him and began to ask him what's going on what's the situation and the Muslim man Malik he began to tell him you know we'll never have a child this is a our, our hearts are broken and the the catholic man stopped the conveyor belt that they were working on and he looked at malik and he said malik he said i'm catholic he said there's nothing i can do for you he said but if you can find a pentecostal church in this city he said i have heard that the god of the pentecostals can do what no other god can do and so they Google searched a Pentecostal church in Vienna and found the Church of Acts, which is our church in Vienna, Austria. And they came on a Wednesday night. Malik and his wife came to a Wednesday night prayer meeting. They stood in the back of the church and they were really nervous. You could tell that they had never been in a Pentecostal church before. And we were all shouting and speaking in tongues and praying real loud. It was totally a culture shock for them. And um, at the mid- middle of the prayer meeting, I went back to Malik and his wife and I asked them, I said, I said, what are you doing in a Pentecostal church? And, and Malik said, well, we don't want to be here. He said, let me be honest with you. If there was anything else we could do, we would be doing it. And I said, well, tell me your situation, Malik. And he said, well, he said, we can't conceive a child. We've done all the medical treatment. He said, do you think that the God of the Pentecostals would be willing to heal a Muslim? And uh, I said, yes, sir, I believe that. I called for the oil and we laid hands on, on Malik and his wife. We began to pray for them. They wept. Nothing significant happened, but they were so overwhelmed by our kindness and our love and compassion for them. They left. We didn't see them again for nine months. On nine months later, on a Sunday morning, Malik came running in the back doors of the church, came running up to the front of the sanctuary and took me by the arm. He said, Pastor, do you remember me? I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, you prayed for us to conceive a child. He said, last night, my wife gave birth to twins. Yeah, well... When he said that, I said, well, Malik, I said, what are you doing here? What what brought you here? He said, they're on life support. He said, the babies are not doing well. The doctors are saying they won't make it 24 hours. He said, would you pray and would your God be willing to heal Muslim children? I said, he sure will. And so we prayed for Malik again. We prayed for those babies. We went on with the service. Malik left. He went back to the hospital about six hours later, Pastor. He called me on the phone and he said, Brother Robinette, he said, do you recognize my voice? I said, I do. I said, how are those babies? He said, "He said by the time that I got back to the hospital, they were off of life support. They were breathing on their own. The doctors were in shock. He said, I told those doctors it was the Lord Jesus Christ that did this. He said, no other God could do this, only Jesus Well, out of that miracle, a revelation of the mighty God in Christ began to break loose and break forth all over the Muslim community in the in the city of Vienna and across Germany. And in less than a year, we saw over 159 Muslims baptized in Jesus' name and over 100 filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, just like the Bible says. And now in the city of Vienna, there's a Muslim church that preaches one God, that preaches baptism in Jesus' name, preaches the infilling of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, preaches holiness. There's a mighty God in Christ Muslim church in our city. That, that is an amazing story. That yes, is just, And, you know, that, uh, and that's why I say just that's kind of an opening story here, but uh, these, this is the book of Acts in taking place today. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
And so is that, that story is going to be in that book? Yes, sir. Oh, it's okay. in that okay. book. I didn't tell the story in the book. As a matter of fact, I had somebody else write the testimony. Uh, matter of fact, there are about, uh, 80 to 100 miracle and outpouring testimonies in the book told by over Every one of them are told by pastors and ministers that were present that saw it with their own eyes. So I didn't put those testimonies in in my own words. I wanted to make sure that it was people that validated right, those miracles. Right. But there's a lot of miracles in that book. And that that's and now in that that's in Vienna. That, that that's in Vienna, Austria. Okay. And so they have a pastor then too. Yes, that, sir. Okay. The Podstatny pastors the the Muslim Church in Vienna. Okay, they don't call it the Muslim Church, or what do they? My call wife it? hates it when I call it that. Oh, but okay. but you know they are the. The religion is Islam, but their yeah. culture is is Muslim, sure. and so they call themselves Muslim Pentecostals. So I call them a Muslim yeah. Pentecostal church. I guess we can we can go with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Pastor Bob, the Tell Like It Is show. Right now, you're listening to uh, uh, Brother Robinette, Charles Robinette. We're talking about a new book that he's got called Radically Apostolic. We're going to just play a short song here, and we'll come right back with some more of these stories. Text me tonight seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. Had somebody from See, where did they, they just texted me from looking for a good church. I'll, I'll find out here. I told him I'd find him one from St. Peter, St. Pete, Florida. He's looking for a good Pentecostal church down there. We'll try to do it, see what we can do to help you. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, I cut Brother Farron off. He's got a great CD there. That song was called Sela, but we've got uh, some exciting stuff going on here. Uh, Brother Robinette is my guest tonight. This, you're listening to the Tell It Like It Is show with Pastor Bob Simons from Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, just during that last testimony, during the break here while we were listening, he had mentioned that uh, these are oneness churches. Could you just explain what you mean by oneness churches? Because our audience here, many of them are Catholic people, so they may not know by what you mean by yeah, that. We believe in the mighty God in Christ. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Father. He is the Son. He is the Holy Ghost that's inside of you. We believe that there's only one God in heaven. There's only one throne, and there's only one that sits upon that throne, and his name is Jesus. And so Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Amen. Word was God. So so some of you, I think, are confused about the Godhead. You think there are, that Jesus, the Father, 
the spirit are all separate persons. But so when Brother Robinette talks about what he will be talking about here pretty soon about how the uh, many churches that are coming to this, I believe in this last day that many churches that where people do really have a love for God, but their doctrines mixed up. Yeah, uh, they're going to be coming yeah. back to this apostolic doctrine. Well, an interesting uh, point of information, and I can't speak, you know, for all Muslims everywhere in the world, but the Muslims that I have worked with in Vienna, Austria, from Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, mm-hmm. Lebanon, these Muslims who have migrated to the nation of Austria, th- th- when they tell me how they got the revelation of of the oneness of God or the mighty God in Christ, they normally get a vision or something like that during Ramadan and they're in prayer, they're fasting and in that time of prayer they get a vision. Guess what pastor? They never get a vision of three thrones. They never get a vision of three gods. Whenever they tell me they've got a vision, they say, Pastor Robinette, what we saw was one throne in heaven and one sitting on it, and it was Jesus Christ. I have never met a Muslim one time that's been baptized in Jesus' name or filled with the Holy Ghost that when they got a vision of anything other than Islam, that they got a vision of three thrones, not one time. Every single time God begins to bring the revelation of truth to them, he gives them a vision of one throne and one sitting on it, and it's Jesus. Wow. Just about makes you wonder if this last time revival isn't going to include a huge influx of Muslim. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe people. it. Yeah. And, and then they believe so many other things that are yep. similar to what we believe also. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the interesting thing is we had such success, uh, kingdom success with the Muslims in the nation of Vienna. Or forgive me, the nation of Austria, the city of Vienna. Uh, but we had great kingdom success with them because every time they came and they realized that we believed in the one God that they had had a vision of that was all they needed to know so when they came into the church the first thing they would ask me is now do you believe in one god or do you believe in three because we had a vision of one okay wow so they just like we're in the right place then yeah so now tell us some of the like when you were in germany not only did you have success with the german and austrian people but you met people from all over the world yeah and so that's one of the reasons i had you on the program because you had mentioned some things in bowman on Thursday night about some doors that opened to you in Africa. Yes, and I, I want you to tell us some of those yes, stories. Sir. Well, Europe, uh, Europe and this is, is real a, recent too. Yes, right? sir. Yeah, it's okay. real recent. Yeah. We're talking March. Um, so Europe is a very unique place in that it is very multicultural, multilingual. Um, there is not, when you go to big cities in Europe, like Berlin, Vienna, Frankfurt, these are very multicultural cities and the indigenous population is less than 50% in these cities because of immigration. There's been mass immigration in Europe. They've opened the doors to every, you know, nation, culture, language. And so because of that, you know, when we're reaching out, we reach out to the entire city. We're reaching out to every language, not just the German speakers, not just not just those who are indigenous populants. That's a terrible way to try to reach a city to just focus on one language group. If there's uh, 8 million people in your city and there's German speakers and Spanish speakers and Portuguese speakers and Russians, you should be trying to reach every single person in, this, in that city because the reality is that's God's vision for the city. God's vision is a multicultural multilingual, multi-generational revival. It's not a single culture in indigenous populant revival. It's everybody everywhere. God looks at the world and sees 8 billion soul revival. That's how God sees the world. He wants every man, every woman, every child to be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name, having their sins washed away. And so we have been intentionally trying to reach the entire population of our cities. And so we put out flyers in every language, uh, in Farsi, in Arabic, in Portuguese. And so out of this, God has been given us this incredible multicultural and even multi-organizational revival in the German-speaking nations. 
The yes, one of the stories you told in Bowman on Thursday night was about some Romanian people you met. Yes, and, I, and it, tell tell it like you told it in Bowman, where you know how what an accident it seemed like that yeah. you ended up getting yeah. there. Really, it was so amazing. Uh, we the Lord opened these this door. I got a phone call from a pastor, uh, one of the ministers in Germany, and he said, "Brother Robinette, you have got to go to this church at this address on this Sunday, and you're going to preach for these Romanian Trinitarian." church. Well, I was really excited because when he told me that, I thought it was a setup. I was like, great pastor. In my mind, I didn't even think to ask him, have you told them I'm coming? Because it just sounded like, hey, he's friends with them. He's invited you. Go there. They're waiting on you. And so my wife and I and our two daughters, we went to the city of Essen, Germany and come walking in the back door of this uh, Romanian Trinitarian church. And um, I walk in the door with my family and I greet their greeter, you know, and told him who I was. And he was like, who are you? He had no idea who I was. I said, well, I'm Brother Robinette. You should be expecting me. He said, we're not expecting you. He said, let me get my dad. And he went up and got the pastor, his father. Um, and his pastor uh, came over and Brother Floria came over and he said, he said, who are you? I said, I'm Brother Robinette. I'm here to preach tonight. And, <laughs> and he said, um, he said, no, I don't know a Brother Robinette. And we, we didn't know you were coming. And, um, and then he looked at me and he said, but if you think that the Lord has sent you, he said, I will let you preach to my people. And I said, yes, sir. I said, pastor, I know God sent me and I've got a word for your people. And so he, uh, we had a worship service. There was probably about 50 or 60 Romanians there in that building. And uh, at the end of the worship service, they, they let me preach and they provided a Romanian speaking translator for me. And I began to preach to them about the power of the name of Jesus, the revelation of the mighty God in Christ, that, that there's healing in that name and deliverance in that name. And you are free from sin in that name. And I, I began to preach to them about the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And as I was preaching, these Romanians were literally shaking and trembling. And before I could even open up the altar, they began to stand up and walk to the front where I was preaching and fell on their knees. And before we even spoke the word of faith, people just started speaking in other tongues all over the building. They were just speaking in tongues. Well, it happened so easy that, Pastor, I thought... Wow, these people, it's just a tongue-talking church. They may be confused about whether there's one God or a trinity, but they're a one, they're a tongue-talking church. Well, after the service, we went out to dinner with the pastor and all of the ministers, and the pastor told me, he said, he interrupted our meal, and he said, he said, you've got to explain to me what happened tonight. He said, when you started telling us that there was only one God and his name was Jesus, he said, a spirit of revelation came in the room and we began to know that name. And he said, as we began to shout that name, he said, something happened inside of me. He said, I began to feel on fire and my tongue started to tremble and sounds came out I never made before. He said, explain to me what happened. Well, I began to tell him that's the evidence of the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of Christ. Christ inside of you. And well, he got so excited. He said, that was the first time we've ever spoken in tongues. He said, all of us received it tonight. Well, I didn't even know. I, I just thought they were all tongue talkers. Well, he said, you've got to come back next week and be with us again because there's four more Romanian Trinitarian churches that have not heard about this mighty God in Christ that have not spoken in other tongues. He said, I'll gather them all together and you can preach to them again. And so my wife and I went there. Um, we didn't go the next week. We couldn't work it out, but we went a few weeks later and come into this little building in the city of Gelsenkirchen. Come in this city and show up in this building and it is packed. I mean, we're talking in the midst of COVID. The churches are supposed to be closed in Germany. Nobody's supposed to be gathering, but the Romanians, they are just all together. And this like packed front to back, uh, well over a hundred people in the room. And, uh, 
they had a worship service. I started preaching again about the power of the name of Jesus. People just started standing and would not sit down. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord hit that place. And when it did, Pastor, they started speaking in tongues from the front of that place all the way to the back. And you couldn't get the place under control. They were so excited about the revelation of Jesus and the power of His Spirit. And they just, man, they just broke loose and there was no recovering. Matter of fact, so many people, well over 50, were filled with the Holy Ghost that night. Well, there were over 50 people that testified of notable miracles in that service. Well, after that, they said, you got to come back in July. And so we came back in July and met those five churches in a park that had a pond. Uh, we met them at a park in, in Germany, in Gelsenkirchen again. And the, all of these churches gathered together and the five Trinitarian pastors gathered together in that pond with me and we began to baptize people in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. They rebaptized multitudes that day in Jesus' name. When you say rebaptized, explain to our listening audience because many churches that believe in full immersion, you know, like, uh, of course, many of our people are, uh, in Dickinson are Catholic people, so they think baptism is like sprinkling or sure. sprinkling a baby. Uh, but Bible baptism, when these people were rebaptized, why? They were rebaptized because they had been baptized in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It doesn't take a rocket scientist, and I'm not trying to be rude, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to understand that the title Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. There's, that's not a name at all. You don't name your, your son Father. Nobody does that. You wouldn't do that. There is a name. The Bible said in Acts 4 and 12 that neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Bible tells us that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every yeah. tongue confess. So when these Trinitarian Romanian churches got the revelation of the mighty God in Christ, they understood that the titles were not going to save them. There was no power in the titles. There was only power in the name. And so with that revelation, they understood just like in Acts 19, in Acts chapter 19, the disciples of John, they had been baptized unto John's baptism. But when they heard about the name of Jesus, they were rebaptized in yeah. the name of Jesus because that is the only saving name. And just for our listening audience here from Dickinson, um, if you are interested in being baptized in the way the scripture teaches, uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen, Jesus said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. But you'll find in the book of Acts, the apostles understood that to mean, like Brother Robin had just said, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. Amen. And so I'm just, you know, like part of the audience you're speaking to, they are Pentecostal and part of them, yeah. they're not. And, of course, we appreciate everybody. If you're listening tonight, text me 701 290 Seven eight six two might just play another little part of a song and then just come right back. Where would I be without you stepping to the bow of my boat, speaking to the wind and waves, peace be still. Gratitude has overtaken all my thoughts of despair, and the emptiness that once was, Lord, is now a place you fill. And I'm thankful for the faith you placed in me And that you are almighty Because when I'm weak, then I am made strong I'm thankful for the blood you shed for me When you died on Calvary Cause when I'm baptized, it removes all my wrong I'm thankful, oh I'm thankful When salvation was so near So at those times you don't feel like Lifting your voice 
Tell It Like It Is radio show. You're listening to a live broadcast on the 20th of June, 2021. We've got Brother Charles Robinette. If I sound out of breath, it's because my wife came over to the studio to bring us some pop. And uh, I sent Brother Shane Paulson, who's in the studio, out to get it. He got locked out, so I had to run up the steps and and uh, get them back in here. So if I would have got locked out, I don't know what we'd have done. <laughs> But it's good to be with you tonight. We've got, um, if you're just tuning in, Pastor Bob here from the New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. Our next service will be Wednesday night at 7.30, and we'd love to invite you to that. If you want to experience some of the things that Brother Robinette is speaking about tonight, or you want to be baptized in Jesus' name because you just saw that it was true, uh, we'd be love to meet you. We'd love to facilitate that. Brother Robinette, I've got to catch my breath here, man. I'm, I must be out of shape. Uh, go ahead and keep telling us some of these stories about some of these whole groups of people that are being converted. I know you had talked about this connection in the Congo that you had yes, made. Sir. Yes, sir. Well, the Lord has just been doing amazing things in the German-speaking nations amongst the Trinitarian speak, uh, community as well. Uh, one of the uh, interesting things is about, I guess it was about five years ago, the Lord began to open really um, amazing doors in Trinitarian churches. And we've started to see hundreds, hundreds of Trinitarian people uh Filled with the Holy Ghost, rebaptized in Jesus' name. Many, many ministers, pastors also filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. Whole churches converted. And um, one of the great revival testimonies that we have was in a church in the city of Cologne, Germany. Uh, the pastor there was Pastor Bancy. And Pastor Bancy, that whole church uh, came together. They got the revelation of truth. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. And um, sadly to say, Pastor Bancy, uh, he passed away last year, uh, earlier last year. And uh, when he passed away, um, he he had connected. He was the founding bishop of an organization, a Trinitarian organization called the CIE in the nation of Congo. And he was really excited and hopeful and prayerful that the CIE that he founded as a Trinitarian would be converted and receive the revelation of the mighty God in Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost as, as they had been. And so he connected me with Apostle Theo, uh, the, the bishop of that Trinitarian organization, and we started connecting over the internet um, earlier uh, last year and started building a relationship so that we could come and be with him and minister to all of the pastors. And so in March this year, uh, me and uh, Pastor Cahosi from Montreal, Canada, and Pastor P um, Pablo from Montreal, Canada, the three of us went together to the nation of Congo, and we thought we were going to just meet up with the leaders of the CIE and their constituency, but when we arrived at the airport, there were four Trinitarian organization bishops waiting to see us at the airport so that we could reorganize our schedule and preach the mighty God in Christ in all of their churches. And so the very next day we had our first service with the CIE. There were about 2,000 people that came to that service. We gathered there. Pastor Cahosi preached and I preached and we had a great translator that worked with us. And as we began to preach about the mighty God in Christ again to these 
Trinitarian, precious Trinitarian uh, people, all of a sudden the Spirit of the Lord hit that that open air uh, meeting place that we were in. The Holy Ghost hit it. In a matter of seconds, over 500 Trinitarians were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. And when that happened, that whole courtyard that they were sitting in was shaking from the front all the way to the back. As a matter of fact, Apostle Theo said that he felt that about a thousand people were filled with the Holy Ghost, but we, we kind of just wanted to cut that back and we, we said, well, about 500, but there were so many people. We could not count how many people that were speaking with other tongues. Did it go from there? Then? Well, from there, the next day we had a meeting with all of the pastors and ministers, and this was really cool. Uh, we were I was preaching to the ministers and pastors about the oneness of God, about the name of Jesus, and as I was preaching to them about the mighty God in Christ, um, I preached for quite a while to them, and in the midst of preaching to them, I could see that they were looking at me, but they were looking at Apostle Theo as well. They were like, hmm, is the bishop liking what this guy is saying or is he not you know and they were kind of waiting they were on the edge of their chairs you knew you could see the spirit of revelation in the room but you could see the fear that they felt about whether their bishop was gonna buy into what was being said and so in the midst of my preaching the bishop came up and he put his hand on my shoulder and he took the microphone and really pastor I thought it was all over I thought he was gonna shut the show down and uh, it wasn't that way at all he took the microphone Phone and he said, he said, there is only one God. He said, I believe this message. I, we're not going to baptize in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost anymore. We're going to baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. And he affirmed everything that I had just declared to them through the word of God. And so the next day, we all show up at the river. There was a bunch of people, large crowd, and we were baptizing that afternoon. We just kept baptizing ministers, baptizing saints in the the only save, saving name of Jesus. That certainly is God's plan, too, for whole. Yes. Because there's a lot of people that are very sincere that have a love for yes. God, but they're just walking in a... You know, really in a tradition that isn't yes. based on Scripture. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the interesting thing about this organization there. Well, and not just that organization. We were connected with Apostle Damas, Apostle Safis, and, and others. But as we were connecting with them, we were finding that the problem was not that they, they didn't love God. They sincerely loved God, and they were sincerely pursuing God. But all they understood was tradition. They had no training. Nobody had ever mm-hmm. sat down with them, opened up the word and taking them through, this is what it means to be a one God people, a people that know the mighty God in Christ, God manifest in the flesh. They didn't understand it. It wasn't that they were being defiant to the word. They were, they were just ignorant of what the word said because nobody spoke it to them. Right. And that's, and I think there's a lot of people like that in this area. They, they really, um, they just don't understand that yes. this book of Acts experience is still for today. Yes. I've got a question for the listeners tonight. Um, if you're going to a church that doesn't promote this, um, why? I mean, why not? Why not get it? You know, we were in Bowman. Uh, Brother Paulson here in the studio with us. He he brought Brother Robinette to Bowman. There was a teacher there for, uh, from Dickinson, and she came to that service. Uh, she, just first time she'd ever been in a church like that. And uh, while you were preaching, you kept kind of pointing at her and said, you're going to get the Holy Ghost tonight. But I did not know that she came there wanting the Holy Ghost. Yeah, wow. She said her husband was a tongue talker, and she's wow. never received that experience. Wow. And he, he has, and she always wondered, always wished she could. Wow. And she came to that service. And I think there's a lot of people out there. I, I've got a challenge tonight for you that are listening here, especially from the Dickinson area. If If God has more for you, then you've already got, are you willing to, I mean, do you want it? I mean, do you, are, or are you just satisfied with, with what you've got? Because if you want more, God's got more. Um, tell us a little more about, we're not going to take another song break here. We've got about 15 minutes left. But tell us a little more about some of the stories in this in this book, Radically Apostolic. Yes, sir. Well, there's also um, some personal testimonies. My wife, of course, um, uh, many years ago, maybe about five or six years ago, uh, she was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and uh, keep a long story short, um, it was a very uh, terrible diagnosis. They they really didn't. Ex- they felt like it had already spread throughout her body. And uh, my wife writes a testimony in the book about. 
about God healing her of cancer in just a moment. And uh, it was an absolute miracle. Matter of fact, when she was healed, the doctors put up one chart that showed the tumors throughout the side, left side of her body. And then they put up another chart that showed there was no tumors in her body. And they said, we can't explain this. Can you explain to us what has happened? And my wife and I had the privilege of sitting there with these doctors and telling them about the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's one of the testimonies in there. Um, there's many, many testimonies about miracles that have happened all over the world. One of those testimonies I shared with Pastor uh, Brother Paulson and with the church in Bismarck, I think it was on Wednesday night, or Thursday night, forgive me, and um, we... Uh, we were in the nation of Malawi, and this was the time that we saw over 3,000 people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in that crusade. And um, it was during that crusade in the, in the nation of Malawi that the supreme um, leader of the nation of Zimbabwe, the chief of, of all of the tribes, came from Zimbabwe to see whether this Holy Ghost and this, this Jesus that we were preaching was real. And so he came and he sat on the platform and he was, he was very watching everything that was going on. And in that service, God had spoken to me and said, I'm going to do mighty notable miracles so my people will know that I am real. And there was a lady in the crowd that had a crippled child whose back was broken. And they brought that child and laid the child on the platform. And we, we went around the child. Nobody touched the child, but we began to pray in the name of Jesus that God would, would heal that back and cause that child to be able to walk. Well, when we prayed for that child instantaneously God healed that back those legs begin to move those hands begin to move that child stood up awkward at first but it wasn't long before that child was completely moving on that platform when that supreme chief of those tribes from Zimbabwe saw what God did he could not wait he threw his hands in the air started speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says and when that happened over 86 people that were blind received their sight in that service multitudes of deaf people received their hearing many many lame people withered hands stretched forth but also on top of that over 3,000 people were filled with the Holy Ghost that is that's um, I, I just love hearing these stories and we believe God can do that here has yeah, to do yeah, it here yeah we um, in fact somebody just texted me and they said uh uh, they they love Brother Robinette. He's a, a pastor from uh, Dunseith, North Dakota. He said, my two children received the Holy Ghost oh yeah, three years ago in a tent meeting in Bismarck. So he just te- he's listening to Brother Belgard. And uh, so God is doing that here. This isn't something that's just happening in Africa, but it's happening in North Dakota. God's filling people with the Holy Ghost all over the place. I mean, I'm getting a lot of people excited that are texting me tonight. Um, and I, I'm just telling you folks that this is what God is doing in the last day. He's pouring out his spirit on all flesh. He's still a miracle-working God. The God of the Bible didn't go anywhere. What happened was is that people began to believe their tradition. They uh, they don't want to seek God because it's easier not to. Yes. And so instead of uh, seeing God heal, instead of seeing God deliver, we've turned to all kinds of other different things yes. to, to work this. Well, go ahead and just keep talking to us, Brother Robinette. We've still got some time. Yes, sir. Well, I just want to say I really believe that the will of God for these last days is a multicultural, multilingual, multigenerational, and a multi-organizational global harvest. That's the will of God. Jesus said, he said it in his word. He promised it in his word. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. That is a promise we have. That God is going to pour out his spirit upon everyone everywhere. And I know that there's a lot of people who want to say, well, there's going to be a great falling away. That's great. I believe that. The Bible says that. But you got to define what is great. And I think even to the Lord, to the Lord, one soul not saved is great. And so I think that our vision has got to be everybody everywhere 
right now. We've got to be working to see a multi-generational, um, multi-organizational, and a multilingual, multicultural revival, a real global harvest. When I pray, I pray every day that God will give us an eight billion soul revival. I know that sounds crazy, but I do. I get up and I declare it. I say, I declare to the north harvest. I declare to the south harvest. I declare to the east and to the west harvest. I speak in the name of Jesus, that which is not as if it already is. And if we as God's people would begin to declare in faith the things that are not as if they already are, God will hear our word of faith and God will match it with demonstration and power. And I think that, you know, it's not only um, that word of faith, but then, of course, what we've been kind of hinting and talking about through the whole program, we've got to bring the right message. Oh, you know, 100%. Like, yeah, you know, this Acts 238 message, uh, the reason we moved to Dickinson when we moved here is because we didn't know of another church that was really preaching this Acts 238 message. And when I, I don't hardly do a program without mentioning it, but when Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, he was a- answering a direct question yes, when people asked, what must we do? They interrupted yes, his preaching. He was talking about Jesus, about the sacrifice, about how he had died for our sins. It was our sins that had put him on the cross. And while he was preaching, they interrupted him, and, and they said, men and brethren, what shall we yes. do? And I believe on the very birthday of the church, Peter gave a defining statement of that you must repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ That's for right. the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift That's of right. the Holy Ghost. And this gift of the Holy Ghost, if you study the book of Acts, you'll find out, like especially Acts chapter 10, they knew that they received it because yeah. they spoke in other tongues. In Acts chapter 8, we read where, where uh, uh, the Simon the sorcerer saw people receive the Holy Ghost. Up till then, Philip knew that no one had received the Holy Ghost. They called Peter and John, they prayed for them, they received the Holy Ghost. Simon the sorcerer saw that. It doesn't say they spoke with tongues in Acts chapter 8, but by reading the rest of the book of Acts, you can see that tongues was the initial evidence of receiving yes, the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. And so here again, my question to you, uh, this is like the least common denominator. Like you, you've got to find a church. You've got to tie yourself in with a body that believes at least Acts 2.38. And we haven't touched on holiness or anything like that here. But I know there, are, Brother Robinette, I know there are people listening to me that aren't going to churches like that. Yep. And, um, and I know that these are very loyal people. Um, they, they feel a loyalty towards this. But this is bigger. Uh, you need to, you know, make sure that you're saved. You need to make sure your children are saved. And this is happening all over the world. I believe, my personal belief in America, that churches are closing down, these churches that are not preaching the full truth, I don't think that apostolic Acts 238 churches should ever have to build another church building in the United States because yeah. there'll be plenty of them that we can yeah. just buy. That's right. So and true. I think people, it's going to be a black and white type of thing. And what I mean by that is there's not going to be a lot of the half truth in this last day when it comes right. to Christianity. It's right. either going to be the truth or not the truth. That's right. So, so, and you've had, you've seen a lot of success in reaching people that, that, like you say, had a love for God, but they, they, um, you know, just needed to come a yep. little bit farther. Yep. And the reality is, you know, I, I've always taken the approach that I don't want to be contentious with anybody. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be offensive. I don't want to hurt your heart, hurt your feelings. I just want to love you. And because I love you, I want to tell you the truth. And I think you can tell people the truth in love without being contentious, without being so matter of fact and mean about it. And uh, that is one of the things that a pastor up in northern Germany told me. His name is Pastor Santos, a former Trinitarian pastor that I baptized. We baptized in Jesus' name in the city. We baptized him. Matter of fact, it was uh, Nathan Holzman, missionary to Switzerland, that baptized Brother Santos in Jesus' name. Uh, during a training session up there at his church. And Brother uh, Holzman, uh, when I went up there to meet Brother Santos and spend time with him afterwards, we developed a friendship. We started just really connecting. I preached for his church many times. And the last time I was with Brother Santos, with tears in his eyes, he wrapped his arms around me and he said, Brother Robinette, he said, he said, what won me to the truth was your love for me. He said, you have never been contentious with me. You've never tried to offend me. He said, everything you told me was just in love. And so I feel like if we are, if we are kind and we are, we keep our arms open and we put our arms around people and just let them know we're here for you. We want to help you. We're going to see a a great conversion of souls globally. 
And so what are your your future plans here? Do you have you have some revivals scheduled across the world? You, yes, you sir. Said, how many of these a year are you planning on doing now? We want to do 12 a year, 12 Holy Ghost Crusades, Miracle Crusades, Oneness of God Crusades all around the world. We're just now coming out of COVID. Uh, restrictions are being lifted globally. And so now we're in a situation where we can get back to work the way God wants us to be back to work. And so this year we only have two more um, overseas trips. We'll go to Brazil twice, once in August, once in September. Uh, but next year we'll be in Bangladesh. Um, Bangladesh, we've been in Bangladesh two times the last two years, the last two Januaries. We've been to Bangladesh and we've seen over 13,000 Muslims and Hindus filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, just like the Bible says. Muslims and Hindus. And so we're going back again this January to Bangladesh. And then, of course, we want to go to Haiti this coming year. We want to be back in Africa, in Congo. Um, also in Angola, there's some great open doors in Angola. So uh, we're just waiting for the Lord to give us direction of where to go, looking for places where the restrictions are lifted and the Spirit says leap and we're going to go. Sounds exciting. And that's kind of a new, uh, well, you've been doing this for a long time, but you're now that's what you're going to focus on. Fully right? focused. You yeah. know, we've been doing it part time for 20 years. Uh, but now the Lord is allowing us to be fully focused on global harvest and we're excited about and it. And your wife and daughters are still in Germany. They're in ready. Berlin right now. We, we will leave the field August 3rd, move back to the United States and begin planning the 2022 crusade year. How did you get connected with the Bismarck Church? I'm just curious, because you've been doing that for quite a while now. Yes, sir. Almost 10 years, almost a decade we've been coming to North Dakota. Our first deputation um, here uh, almost 10 years ago, Brother Chuppie was the district global missions director at the time. And so that's how I got connected with with, uh, North Dakota and with Bismarck. And then we came back and preached for Brother Chuppie multiple times, came to his stand conference, and then they started this tent revival, I think, in 2000. 2016, and I've been privileged. I feel so honored and blessed that I've been able to come every year and and speak at this tent revival and be a part of what God's doing in Bismarck. And of course, I've had the privilege to get to be with Pastor Simons and and twice now on his radio program together. And so, uh, just a great honor. I love North Dakota. I love the people here, and it's a great joy. Well, the uh, you know, really, you've only preached in our church in Dickinson once, and I wasn't there. <laughs> My wife and I were on a trip in um, in Central America, mm-hmm. and uh, I get this. We have no cell phone service. We have so I would go in, into coffee shops with my iPad and try to get news from. And I got this news that said ten people got received the Holy Ghost last night in church at Dickinson. I'm like, what? And your da- granddaughter Danny was baptized in Jesus. That's right. And um, and you you were nervous about baptizing her because you thought, well, yes. we should talk to the pastor and her. Dad said, "I know the pastor, and he's not gonna he's not gonna worry about that." So that's the first time I. And then I asked people, "Who is this Robinette guy?" And everybody said, "Well, he's the real deal." I said, "Well, that's good to hear about." I just want to give a little information before we start wrapping up the program here. Um, you are listening to the Tell It Like It Is Radio Show. We've got a special guest tonight, as you know, and we want you to know about our church services uh, in this area. Uh, I did have at least one text tonight. Somebody in Florida looking for a church. And I'll do a, some research and try to find you a good church and get back to you on that. But if you live in the this uh, western, southwestern North Dakota area, uh, in Dickinson, Wednesday night, 501 Elks Drive is the next service. That's at 730. And Sunday mornings in Dickinson, we have a Sunday school class at 10. And in that during that Sunday school time, we have a great children's church this summer going on, plus adult Bible classes going on, and plus we have a basic Bible class that I teach every Sunday morning from 10 to 11. And um, and if you don't want to go to church, if you don't really, if you hate church, you don't like church, but you want to, if you're interested in the Bible, uh, you don't even have to really walk into our church to get into it. It's right in the entrance of the church, 10 o'clock Sunday mornings, we cover basic Bible teachings, 21 lessons. You can start anytime, and we'd love to have you come to that. And then at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings is our worship service. We've, if you are a visitor and are worried about coming and visiting a Pentecostal church, I want you to know we have visitors just every Sunday. Um, you are going to love our church. Good people. They're going to treat you good. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you've been living. Uh, we want to meet you. We want you to come. Also, on Tuesday nights in Beach, we've got a brand new church. Right now, currently meeting at the Beach Community Center Tuesday night starting at 730. But um, 
as of September, we're going to try to have a new building built out there, and we'll have our Tuesday night service plus Sunday services at that time. We have a church in Bowman, North Dakota, and they have service Thursday night at 7.30. That's on 18 North Main in Bowman. In fact, um, uh, Yvonne and, and um, Marin are listening tonight, and Marin said that she received the Holy Ghost on Thursday night in church. That's exciting. And so, and uh, I love to tell her mom's story about how she received the Holy Ghost after listening to uh, one uh, service or uh, one radio show with Brother Jones on the radio with me. And she, she, the program was over, and she said, "I'm going to get the Holy Ghost tonight." And she did, and they baptized her in Jesus' name. But that they have service at ten thirty Sundays, seven thirty on Thursdays. We've got a church in Beulah that has Sunday service, Wednesday service. So, uh, of course, we've mentioned the Bismarck Church. I can get you information on all these churches in this area if you're listening tonight. We'd love to have you come and visit us. If you don't realize that this radio show is about you getting to come and try our church, then then uh, you don't really get, get what I'm doing here. Because that's one of the reasons we're on the air is we want to introduce you to our church. The other reason, like Brother Robinette says, is to introduce you to this message. Yes. This message, um, this this message of salvation, this Acts 238 message, is bigger than the United Pentecostal Church or the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship. This message uh, is for everybody. And and I don't care. You know, this this is not um, belonging to a certain group of people. It's about hearing, believing, and obeying a certain message. That's what it's about. So it's been great to have Brother Robinette on the air. His book that's coming out, somebody asked, how do I get a hold of this book in four weeks? You can go to Barnes and Noble and get a digital copy of this book called Radically Apostolic uh, by Charles Robinette. And uh, and throughout, as we, I'm going to keep his card here. I'll get keep his email address here. If you're interested in his book, I'll give I'll share that information with you. And so uh, you remember how to get a hold of me: seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. Brother Robinette, I would like you to pray for our listening audience now in this last few minutes of our program. Yes, sir. By the authority of the Word of God, by the power of the name of Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Ghost that is falling right now, I command the revelation of truth to overtake your people globally. I command the revelation of the mighty God in Christ to get into your spiritual system right now. I command the revelation of the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues to come upon you right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the resistance to truth. I rebuke that spirit of intimidation, God. In the name of Jesus, I release truth right now to these listeners. Fill them with the Holy Ghost right now. Speaking with other tongues, let them be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I release healing and miracles upon your people right now. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed of pain. Be healed of cancer, tumors, MS, disease of every kind. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I command you to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. Man, thank you, Brother Robinette. been great to have you again on the radio with us. Hope to, hope to do this again Amen. soon. God bless. You've been listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Tune in next Sunday night, 806 Mountain Time, for another broadcast. God bless you, folks. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. Well, it's so simple, it's easy, been working since the world was new. Find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. Well, it's so simple, it's easy, just follow what He says to do. What Jesus said to Nicodemus. He's gonna say to you Cause what he said to Nicodemus Well, it sure is true You've got to be born of the water Got to be born of the Spirit too 
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.